Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Hey, Dr. Glenn here, host of Coffee with the Doc. Wow, a uh, lot going on in, in our lives right now. Uh, our youngest daughter, and I'll give you a little update on, on our family, what's happening. Uh, our youngest uh, daughter, Megan, who has worked in my chiropractic clinic for a number of years, uh, has now since retired to be just a mom. Imagine that, uh, what she always wanted to be. But uh, really, it was uh, exactly a year ago when her firstborn, Evelyn, was uh, at Golisano's Children's Hospital, and uh, the doctors came in and and told her that Evelyn was going to die. Uh, I remember it uh, still so clearly. I was working in my office uh, on a Tuesday, uh, and Megan called me, and, and that's what she said. Uh, Dad, Evelyn's going to die. You need to come up here right away. And the entire family convened on the hospital, and uh, she had a, a diagnosis of what is called Woolman's disease, W-O-L-M-A-N-S, Woolman's disease, which is a genetic disorder uh, that is missing a, an enzyme within the cells of her internal organs. That enzyme in those cells breaks down fat. So the problem is that fat accumulates in the organ. So she had a fatty liver and a fatty spleen and other organs were impacted. They're enlarging, uh, uh, encroaching on the digestive system, which was also negatively impacted by this. So nothing's really working well inside of her body. Uh, she has failure to thrive. And the initial genetic doctor, uh, uh, Eric Galasanos, it's so rare. There's less than five cases in this country. Uh, Evelyn being one of those five, less than 15 in the world. So it's very, very rare. No one really knows much about it. The genetic doctor did not at the time and did not think there was any treatment for it. And that was why he basically said she's going to die. Um, the very next day, uh, Wednesday, he came back and, and told us, uh, and this again is last summer, uh, in July of last summer, uh, and told us that he he was wrong, that there is a treatment for this. He apologized and, and said, we are not the uh, place to treat her. We're going to uh, transfer her to All Children's Hospital in St. Petersburg, uh, which they did that very day. And she started uh, enzyme treatment the very next day. Uh, Evelyn was so young, two months old, they, they had never started treatment for this particular condition on an infant that small or that young. So they didn't know how she was going to do. But here it is one year later. And uh, from that, that, uh, that day that... Uh, that our hearts were ripped out of our chest, that Evelyn was going to die. And uh, she is thriving as a 14-month-old, uh, healthy in every respect. Uh, she still needs to get weekly uh, enzyme infusions, which uh, at this point, we're still doing it up at All Children's but uh, in St. Pete. But we uh, hopefully uh, soon will be able to transfer that infusion to Fort Myers uh, here so we don't have to kind of travel that far each and every week. But in the interim... Um, Megan and her husband uh, have had a second child, Roman, who is now a month old. And, and there's a 25% chance that Roman was going to have the same 
condition that Evelyn had. And we just actually found out uh, uh, just recently that he does not have uh, the same condition. So our, our hearts were relieved uh, to hear that. But Evelyn uh, is doing great. And uh, it has consumed uh, a lot of our extra time. My, my wife and I, all the gaps in our schedule uh, kind of are filled in with trying to help out Megan and her husband, Dylan, uh, with caring for their two little ones at this point. But anyway, just wanted to give you a little update uh, on, on Evelyn's condition. Uh, many of my patients are aware of this. And if I could show you a picture of her, you'd see, uh, boy, that, that looks like a healthy uh, little one-year-old. And she's just a, a bundle of life. Uh, she she loves uh, just interacting with people and uh, she's, uh, she's a ball of joy. But anyway, today's topic. Wow. Um, living here in, in Southwest Florida, where we're broadcasting from and where I spent most of my life, it, it's like summer year round down here. But I don't know about you, but it seems like summer is, is a lot hotter this particular year. No matter, no matter where you go, it seems to be hot. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and, uh, uh, him and his family have some friends and relatives out in uh, the Denver area, and they were going out there. I think it was this weekend they were heading out there, and and he was hoping, boy, let's let's maybe we'll get some cooler weather. And he he looked on the weather app, and it was ninety five degrees in Denver. And he said, the following that he's going to be going to Wyoming to visit some other friends. He looked, Wyoming was ninety five degrees. <laughs> So he was he was hoping to get away from a little bit of the heat. Probably won't have maybe quite as much humidity as we have uh, down here in Southwest Florida. But uh, our topic today is going to be staying properly hydrated. And what are some of those effects of of not hydrating properly? Um, so that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, what is proper hydration? Uh, what do you really need to know? Uh, what are the importance of that? And you may think, well, that's a that's a no brainer, but Really, truly, uh, uh, improper hydration impacts every part of your anatomy. So we'll look at some of the problems associated with not hydrating well, and then uh, some real simple steps to stay hydrated, some precautionary tips along the way. Uh, the human body, uh, I've read a number of statistics, but anywhere from uh, 60 to 70 percent water. I've read other statistics that tell us uh, 75, 80, maybe even 90 percent water. Uh, needless to say, a good high percentage of each of our, our bodies is mostly water. Every system of the body, every tissue type in the body is dependent on water to function properly. Here on Coffee with a Doc, we like to talk about wellness. What can we do to stay well? Well, properly hydrating is certainly one of those. It becomes even more important during these summer months where it's hot everywhere. We can become dehydrated uh, very, very easily. Uh, seniors are especially susceptible to hydration issues. Uh, I was reading one article and, and it talked about in some areas, that's the number one thing that seniors are hospitalized for is conditions resulting from improper hydration. In other words, they were dehydrated. On the other end of the spectrum, age-wise, uh, infants and small children also uh, greatly impacted and, and more easily. Certainly, you know, if, if you've had an infant and they, they get sick and maybe they're having some diarrhea and vomiting, they're losing a lot of fluids. So it's real, real important to uh, hydrate even infants. But you can think of small children. that They're here on summer break now. They're outside hopefully uh, playing and doing all those things that kids love to do. 
And they don't really think about when they're having fun, whether it's inside or outside, stopping to drink enough. So as mom and dad, uh, grandparents, if you're watching the kids, uh, you got to make sure that they are hydrating properly. Uh, I'm, I'm always on my parents about this. Uh, my, my dad suffers with a little dementia, so he doesn't necessarily think about things like that. And I've, uh, I've coached my mom into making sure that they both are drinking uh, plenty of water during the course of each and every day. But if you go back to uh, children, what are the amounts that maybe your, your kids should be drinking uh, if you're not really aware? So uh, at the age of, of two or three, uh, we're looking at you know, around 1,000 to 1,200 milliliters. And you say, well, how much, is a, how much is that? Well, 500 milliliters is one pint. So if we're talking 1,000 milliliters. You're talking about a quart of water a day. And as the age brackets go up all the way into the teenage years, it, it kind of doubles from that 1,000 to 1,300 all the way up into the 2,000 range, which is basically about a half a gallon of water. If you stop and think wow, my kid's drinking that much, especially in these summer months. And, and you can pretty quickly realize that most of them probably are not. And those numbers hold true for us each and every day. How much water should we be drinking? You know, somewhere two to three quarts of water a day, 60 to 90 ounces of water each and every day to keep our internal organs, we're going to look at some of those conditions in a moment that are affected by improper hydration, some conditions that kind of can crop up, how it can impact really every part of your anatomy. And if you're saying, well, gee, you know, I, I don't really go outside that much. Uh, is this really important to me? Well, you're losing fluid, believe it or not. Breathing, we lose fluid. Just, uh, you know, if you wear glasses and you kind of blow in your glasses or a piece of glass, there, there's, there's fluid that accumulates there. So we're losing water as we breathe. We also obviously sweat. That's our cooling mechanism is sweat. It's a fascinating uh, uh, science uh, behind sweating and how it's actually the evaporation of sweat on your skin that cools you. There's an energy transfer there that creates the cooling for our body. So in climates that are very humid, like here in Southwest Florida, there's a lot of humidity in the air. So the uh, sweat does not evaporate off of our skin very easily. And hence we sweat a lot more because our body is trying to get cooled off. So it's not getting the cooling that it needs from what we're sweating. So it sweats even more. But if you go into drier climates, like as you go out into Arizona and some of these different places where they say, oh, you know, it's 120 degrees, it's a dry heat. Well, it does evaporate off of your skin much more easily and cools you much faster than in humid climates. So that's where those, those dry heats don't seem quite as hot. But you're still, even though it's evaporating sometimes immediately, uh, you're losing that water through evaporation So uh, from sweating. So breathing, uh, sweating, but also elimination of waste, urinating and, and having bowel movements, a lot of water and fluid in both of those. So you are losing water each and every day, even if you think, why well, I, I kind of stay inside. I don't really get out in the heat that much. So <clears throat> you've got to replace that water. And that's really the definition of what is proper hydration is replacing the fluids, the water that you're losing on a on an everyday basis, which with normal body function. Here we are, proper hydration, right? <clears throat> real, real important. So 
is this really a, a, a big deal? Uh, and most people don't quite understand it. They realize, yes, I need to get I need to get water into my system. But really, every cell of the body, every tissue type, every organ, every system of your body is dependent on having enough water to function properly. Your heart and lungs. Now, your heart is your circulatory system. You know, obviously we understand this, but it's circulating blood, oxygen, nutrients, carrying away waste products. If you're not getting enough water, that system will be hindered. And you can see everything will be impacted from that. Carrying away waste, getting nutrients to areas that it needs. Your lymphatic system, which is part of your immune system, is dependent on having enough water. Your hormonal system, there, there are hundreds of hormones secreted into your body from different glands throughout the body that require enough water to be able to do that. Even your neurologic system, your nervous system and your brain are dependent on getting enough water. Your digestive system, well, that makes sense. You know, uh, nutrients have to flow through your digestive tract and be able to be absorbed. They have to have enough water to be able to absorb. Uh, that properly, digest that, assimilate that, be able to utilize those nutrients uh, into building blocks for health. Your musculoskeletal system, joints of your body require enough water. Uh, many of my patients in my chiropractic office, one of the things that's hindering their recovery is that they don't drink enough water on a regular basis. I think we understand urinating and our kidneys, but that's a filtration mechanism that's getting rid of waste products from your body. So your body is this, this unbelievably complicated piece of equipment that's taking in nutrients, utilizing it, sending signals uh, and getting rid of waste products. All of these mechanisms, you know, require proper water. And I've, I've, I've left out a few in there, but you know, things like your skin, your hair, your eyes, uh, all of these things uh, require water for that. So you can start to see any problems with any of those tissue types or systems of the body can be caused by improper hydration. Blood pressure can be impacted. As we talked about, your body uses water to cool itself. So body temperature can be affected without proper hydration. Uh, actually, your mental state, you can become confused as you become dehydrated. Your heart rate can be impacted if there's not enough fluid going around. Weakness in your musculoskeletal system. You can become fatigued and tired very easily. It can impact your moods, uh, resulting uh, increased anxiety and depression. If you're an athlete and like uh, performing in sports, uh, hydration and proper hydration is, is absolutely uh, imperative to perform at your best. As things progress, the lack of hydration progresses, um, kidneys can be damaged and death can actually result uh, if you have become uh, hydrated at a, at a poor level for an extended period of time. One of the reports that I read was that 70, 80% of Americans uh, are on the verge of dehydration most of the time. That's pretty significant. So in other words, it doesn't take much if in the summer we get out and start doing some yard work or just go for a walk or outside to do anything where we start to sweat a little bit more, where they, they can tip them past the point of becoming dehydrated and some real serious things taking place. So hydration is really 
really important. So what are some of the signs uh, that maybe you're not getting enough water? And I will tell you now that I am in my mid sixties, I see some of these cropping up on me. I watch for it and I'm a little more cognizant of that, but your urine output will decrease or maybe you'll stop urinating completely, but your urine can also become darker in color, uh, become much deeper yellow or even a, a tan type color because it's concentrated. There's not enough water flowing through. Uh, your, your water or your urine should be pretty clear in color or just very minimally colored. So if you're not getting enough water, your, your urine will actually uh, become darker. Your mouth can become dry. And this is one of the problems in the elderly is this mechanism of thirst is diminished uh, because of the, of the age. So it, it decreases. It can become sleepy and fatigued. We've talked about that. Um, that extreme thirst can occur. You can get a headache if you're not getting enough water. And I mentioned confusion, dizziness, lightheadedness. Also with, a, with your blood pressure impacted, if your blood pressure drops, uh, you can very easily become lightheaded. And even your eyes can, can stop the, the watering that helps your eyes to stay healthy. So we kind of get the picture. We've got to stay properly hydrated, but what can we do? How can this become part of our uh, daily habit for good health? Um, we know that uh, seniors, the elderly, uh, children, uh, pregnant moms, nursing moms, or any of those uh, of us that are in any kind of hot weather um, uh, at risk of dehydrating a little bit. So we, we know those particular risk groups. But again, for adults, and I mentioned some of the, the totals for children, but 60 to 90 ounces of water a day, that's uh, six to eight, you know, water bottles full, those, those, those small water bottles that you can take around. But it's important to keep water with you really wherever you go. That's a problem that I get into every once in a while. I'm, I'm going somewhere and I think I'm just going to be 10 minutes and I turn out to be, you know, 45 minutes or an hour and I have not taken any water with me and living here in Southwest Florida pretty quickly, I'm, I'm getting thirsty, but it's a good idea to have water with you wherever you go, whether you're at home, whether you're at work, you should have water nearby that you're drinking that consistently throughout the day. Uh, at one point, uh, my wife was uh, deficient in this area. She really doesn't like the taste of water, but I would get her six to eight water bottles out in the morning and actually number the tops of them and say, okay, here's your medicine for today. Uh, drink these six to eight bottles of water. And it's kind of what my mom does uh, actually for my dad as well. But uh, drink before you eat, drink after you eat, uh, drink before workout, drink after a workout, if you don't like the taste of water, there's obviously some things that you can add to that lemon, lime, if you just don't like the taste of those particular things. If you've got outside activities, sporting, like uh, summertime is a great time down here in Florida to go golfing because uh, all of our northern uh, snowbirds are not here and actually the golfing rates decrease. But also it's uh, blazing hot. The heat index most of this summer has been around 105 here in southwest Florida. So it's not the greatest time uh, weather-wise to go golfing. But when I do go golfing, uh, trust me, I, I drink uh, some of the sports drinks uh, that have the electrolytes in them. Uh, that is my big thing. If I don't properly hydrate, I almost cramp up uh, that night for sure. 
So I've, I've learned the hard way that I've got to hydrate properly, especially if I'm outside working. And, and I would give that same advice to you. Uh, some of the sports drinks, watch out for the sugar content in some of those. There's a whole bunch of them out there on the market, even some, some natural, very healthy ones where those electrolytes, when you sweat, you're losing salts. So those are the things that you have to replenish also that it may not happen uh, within, within, your, uh, within your diet. Um, drinking plenty of water, like at mealtime, if you're trying to, if you're trying to lose weight, obviously, uh, if you're pulling up on a little bit more water, um, you're not going to be as hungry. So it will kind of knock back some of those uh, hungry uh, pangs that, that you have. But <clears throat> if you, if you don't like water, uh, there are some other things that you can drink juices, etc., that have water in them. Some of the fruits out there have water in them, but stay away from caffeinated products. Caffeine will actually make you urinate more and has an ingredient in there that will cause you to urinate more. So you might think, hey, I'm, I'm drinking a lot of this caffeinated beverage, whether it's a iced tea or, or even some of the sodas that have caffeine in them, but you may be not getting quite as much as you think. When I go to a restaurant uh, and the water is right there on the table, I'm, I'm drinking it throughout my meal. The key, I think, to, to hydrating properly is just to have it right there with you uh, during the course of your day, regardless of where you're at and make it a habit. Start making that habit to drink that water every 15 or 20 minutes, drinking water, drinking water, drinking water to stay properly hydrated. It's extremely important to your overall well-being. It literally will impact every cell, every tissue, every system of your body. Um, one of the keys to wellness is proper hydration. I can't emphasize it enough to, to you. And I do the same for uh, each and every one of my patients, uh, especially back problems. It's, it's real important. Those discs in between vertebrae are mostly water. So we've got to hydrate to have the best chance to get well uh, if you're recovering from an injury as well. So hope that's uh, important to you or has made some sense uh, in proper hydration. Uh, it's one of the keys that uh, I talk to my patients uh, each and every day. Uh, Coffee with a Doc. I hope you uh, enjoyed our episode today. Tune in again uh, next time. We talk always about a lot of health and wellness, how, how to help you stay healthy. Trust me, it's, it's a lot more economical to stay healthy than to wait until you become sick to try to get well. Thanks again and tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic. 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.